0: Hey, welcome to the Mostly Skateboarding Podcast, Verso Edition. I'm your host, Templeton Elliott, and I'm joined, as always, by Mike Munsnerider and Jason from Frozen and Carbonite. We're recording on Thursday, October 3rd, the day Mark Suju's Verso dropped, so of course, that's what we're talking about. Jason, what'd you think?
1: Well, damn. I mean, uh, I can't remember a more anticipated skate video project since probably fully flared, I guess. Um... Yeah, what I did was it came out around 12, go to lunch at twelve ten. I got 25 minutes for lunch. So, you know, I just watched it real quick on my lunch break. And then when I got home tonight, kind of like took another look, you know, a little closer and took some notes and shit. Like, uh, yeah, it's pretty intense. I mean, with sushi, like, you kind of know what you're going to get. Like, he's not like a power guy. You know what I mean? You're going to get the quick feet. You're going to get the, the lead shit. You're gonna get some conceptual shit, but yeah, it was pretty sick. I'll probably watch it a bunch of times. And um, I didn't read Kyle Beachy's piece about it before I watch it because I kinda wanna go in like cold. I just took some notes. But I mean, yeah, there's like four spoiler alert, by the way. Did we say spoiler alert? If you haven't seen the Mark Sushi part, turn the shit off right now. Yeah, come <laughs> back to
0: the pod after like pause the podcast, watch the part. And come back and listen.
1: Yeah, so there's there's like four different parts. The first part is kind of like cosmopolitan. Like there's some shit with in England, some SF, a little bit of Philly, a little bit of Spain or whatever. Second part is you know pretty. I think it's mostly Italy and Europe. Like he does this crazy like alley oop, one eighty nose grind, spine transfer over some. Like, one of those marble, like, spine thing, things that are only in Spain or Europe or whatever. Third part was the New York section. It's pretty, pretty sick. Like, he kind of fucking went off on the uh, the Rockaway Rail and the Pyramid Ledges. And the fourth section is, you know, without, without getting too deep into it, I mean, Kyle Beachy had a whole, like, graph in his review on Genkom, which was pretty sick. Shout out to that guy. But, like, the first three tricks are, like, a 50-50... Some like weird, like flip in, like spine twister, like revert thing, and then a gnarly Crooked Grind. And then, like, the third to last trick is a fakey crooked grind. Second to last trick is like another weird twisty flip in trick, which I guess is the uh ender that he'd been trying for like six years or whatever. And then the ender, as many people have noted, is a 5050, which I thought was pretty sick. So, yeah, I mean, it's sick. It'll definitely watch it a bunch of times throughout the winter. I think I don't know if it was overhyped, because like if they ask you about it in an interview, like, what the fuck are you supposed to say, you know? It's like, that's why they're interviewing So I don't think it was really overhyped. Might pretty much think it was correctly hyped. I don't know what you guys think. Mike? I'm like, yeah, I, I've watched it three times
2: today, and that was after an initial, an initial viewing at, like, 11.15 p.m., excuse me, a.m., you know, in Central Standard Time. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be tough to live up to the hype of just, like, it existing out there in the ether without any anybody outside of Max Fish and, like, the the Bay Area premiere actually seeing it. But it, it, like, I think we should have known going in it was going to be a tasteful edit. It was going to be a clean edit. It was going to have really good skating. And, yeah, it lived up to the hype. I actually thought it wouldn't, in a way. Just, like, knowing myself and being a little... uh cynical with it all but like the dude's one of the most tasteful skaters in terms of like skill to tastefulness i'm like doing um contrasting moves with my hands like skill goes up sometimes the tastefulness goes down tastefulness goes up skill goes down but like mark sushu really knows how to like not overdo it and actually maximize his talent so i think uh I mean, we, I should have known that coming in, like he wasn't going to fuck up and be gross about it or do some really distasteful stuff. But, yeah, it, it lived up to my expectations, which, frankly, I, I wasn't expecting. Would, how, how did it land for you, Templeton?
0: I watched at uh, 9.07 at my desk uh, at work, and I was, uh, I was like watching intently and also like a little bit looking over my shoulder, But I managed to make it through the full 11 minutes uninterrupted. And I felt like, oh, this is this is a really good video part. But it didn't feel uh, like as innovative or like life changing as I thought it might. And then I made a second viewing at lunch and then I started to notice things, you know, like the palindrome uh, end section. And I think that I'll need a few more viewings to really fully get it
1: yeah Um, it's a a lot to uh process
0: yeah and i'm i'm the kind of a kind of person that like i guess i'm not that um perceptive like i'm kind of stance blind so it takes me a little while to realize my skating switch or not and just like a lot of the you know the stuff in the palindrome section is like hard for me to kind of keep up with and be like wait did he like nollie 180 flip into that nose grind like 10 tricks ago and is this like not like half cab heel flip in like a reference to that or like whatever like it just I don't know I'm too dumb to catch on to that shit after the first two viewings Uh, I'm super excited to read uh, Beachy's article and Ian Browning's article and anybody else's article uh, just to like I don't know really fucking dive into this thing and yeah, just spend some time with it. Like, like you said, suchu is super skillful and tasteful. So it's like, you know, met expectations there. Uh, I guess I kind of wanted, you know, like I said, uh, last week I wanted to, you know, have my day like ruined almost by how good it was, <laughs> but I, I soldiered on and ended up working late. So it was good, but not life changing.
1: Yeah. It's hard for like a video part to be life changing when you're, uh, not like a teen or early 20s know what i mean because it seems like you know it was like trilogy questionable well if you're my daughter or questionable all that type of shit you know that was the life-changing shit now like you're like older you got other shit going on it's kind of hard for a video part to like replace the other shit but yeah i thought it was pretty tight
0: yeah i think you're right it just hit me at the wrong time in my life to have a huge impact like a photosynthesis or eastern exposures three had for me
2: i I have a hard time thinking like of it probably is just a a fact of age or fact of experience with skateboarding that like nothing's gonna really really be that paradigm shifting or or however you want to put it um i am like i think just to praise the video again some more. And I think it does go to show, like it speaks to what Ian Browning and Mark Sushu spoke about in that piece that Browning did for Village Psychic. Sorry to get that awkward setup out of the way. Shout out but to the um, yeah, that, that was sick. That was Real super awesome. illuminating to like hear a skater talk about the part that they filmed because I don't think that happens as much as it should, if at all. Like, beyond yeah, but, we need uh, way more of that. Because, yeah, that's that's just super interesting. Jason alluded to it, like, the mirror line idea being that, like, you know, you see a guy half cab up a curb and then frontside flip a gap. And then you see the frontside nollie up the curb, and you're like, he's going to switch frontside, flip it. I think one of the strongest points about that Sushu part, Verso, <laughs> is um, completely, like, I, everything, or much of everything, completely took me, like, off guard. I wasn't able to... There's there's certain times like a dude, you know, like kickflips down a set of stairs and he starts getting his feet into nolly heel flip position and you can be like, I don't know, depending on the skater, like, oh nolly heel no slide coming right up. Like uh, Verso was completely unpredictable for me to the extent like, you know, he had that, that that two clips in a row where he ollied up on a granite like pyramid thing and one time he kick flipped, transferred over it. Impossible con- conservation of speed to make it as good as he did, and then the next time it was like frontside ollie tail a blunt fakey over, and like it was just stuff like that where it was unpredictability that that really stood out. I mean, there's there, there's really good skaters out there. Your Jamie foys or uh, shoot even like a uh, Miles Silvis, and you know sometimes you can you know, you know those dudes games you can sometimes predict what they're gonna do but sushu like
1: really wasn't telegraphing anything with that part yeah there was shit you know for an example of that would be like fakey crooked grind half caps about the hard way Mm-hmm. like to- totally unpredictable like most of the shit that he flipped into or out of was the hard
0: way so to speak which is crazy yeah, and Suchu doesn't really have like a signature trick. I mean, <clears throat> he kind of does the Suchu with the brine, Suchu, like, but... you know, alley-oop 180 nose grind. But there's, a lot of dudes have like, okay, these guys, you know, they, they got their like 10 tricks that every video part they do it on a bigger thing or add a flip in or flip out or whatever. And like, you kind of yeah. know what to expect. But yeah, with Suchu, it's like, you just expect a genre of like quick-footedness. And you don't know if he's going to kickflip quickly out of something or it's going to be a big spin or Nolly heel or whatever it's just more genre than specific tricks and yeah that does add to the enjoyment or the uh the wow factor and every, every trick is unexpected
2: i think on on that front too i'd say like at certain points in the video he like toned it down or almost did like a change of speed so to speak with the skating so like i think there's uh I mean, before he does a bunch of really gnarly shit down some New York City 4-flat-4, four four, like, one of the clips is just a fisheye nollie down the stairs. And I think there was another time he had a... I think it was a down handrail trick. But then he just hopped over a rail. Like, it was a narrow stair set, kind of a low-looking rail, but he just ollied it. And yeah, it he, like,
0: like 5-0'd a, a red handrail and then ollied backside over the next one.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, uh, it was like, yeah, that was, like... Um, Right by where I used to live on uh, Amsterdam Avenue. Yeah, yeah, it was
2: it was just stuff like that where it was it was mellow and not basic because it's too you know rugged to be basic, but it wasn't the most difficult stuff in the world. And there was kind of a it was, it was it was fresh to see that because yeah, after a certain point we're we're numbed to just gnarly shit as opposed to like good looking stuff. Like the gnarly really stood out to me because. I'd actually been thinking, a, a you know, within the past month, like, hey, you never just see like a somebody nollie a big old gap, and there it was. Yeah, I like that. Changes of rhythm, changes of speed.
0: Yeah, I, I really like the nollie as well. I, it's like, I think I like the nollie better than like the harder tricks. <clears throat> you know, down that stair set, it seemed more I wonder if it's, uh, surprising, more unexpected. Yeah, is it
2: relatability or is it just? kind of like an omitted trick from video parts these days
0: i don't know i think it's about style and look you know like it just looks kind of cool to see somebody straight nollie something
1: yeah wait here, here's another thing what do you think about the um i think this one slide down the black hubba given that billy rowan did it like 15 years ago in the abc video did rowan do it the fakie or straight yeah, here's the thing. He did it to fakey, Plus, he kind of tic-tacked out of it. Like he didn't land it like perfect. What do y'all think about that? Is that like ABD or?
0: Aren't we living in a post-ABD world? That's
1: what I was <laughs> thinking. That's that's the
0: vibe. Because it's just he just did a fucking sick ass trick. And I guess a clean backside nose blunt back to regular is not ABD. You know, so he he's like uh in the clear on that but i think that we're also kind of living in a post abb world and if it's gnarly like that fucking just go for it unless it's somebody's like ender or something and it seems more like a takeout but uh do you think mark was uh referencing billy rohan or anything he's he's done references before to uh previous tricks and skaters or do you think he just was like i want to backside noseble inside this thing
1: uh nah, i mean that's one of his uh like signature tricks almost like like in the fucking Dime Dime challenge like recap video, he like kicked the black side nose one in some picnic table going down hill or on. Like he's been doing that shit since he was like on Powell like with the you know skating the Ghostbusters or whatever. So I mean <laughs> Did no, that I, actually happen? I, I Yeah that's, yeah. The I'm first, not aware of this. like he was skate he skated the ghost just like look it up on YouTube, like Mark Sushu Ghostbusters, like it's sick. The sick part. Wow.
0: Well, somehow that was completely <laughs> definitely up. find that in the show notes <laughs> I, no, I don't think it was a
1: reference because it's like kind of like an obscure shop video like if you weren't in the city that time you probably didn't see it or whatever but uh it
0: doesn't doesn't mark Suchu revel in the obscure i, I feel yeah, like he's got to yeah, know yeah,
1: for sure you could say that so maybe it was
2: you know i guess a certain phrase jumped into my head which was just it was without malice like you know it's like libel law or something without malice he he did it because it's a good trick and i feel like i've seen the billy rohan back nose blunt but like yeah it is a level of of obscurity where even if mark sushu is like you know the guy who revels in that stuff i feel like you know sometimes the audience has to be in on it too for it to matter so I don't know. I think I, I think it could stand on its own as a trick, you know, just without any context. I also oddly thought that it was like it was the one trick that he really looked like he struggled for because like that wasn't the that wasn't the perfect landing that the rest of the video part had. Like it was kind of crooked. There was kind of like a a little a little wind back on the arm. I don't know. It it stuck out in terms of how the other tricks were done. Yeah. Anybody else notice that?
1: Yeah. Plus, you could tell like he hardly ever. Like, has an affect when he lands a trick, but on that one, he seemed super, you know, side-flash
0: relieved. For real. I'm going to have to watch it a few more times to pick up on those uh, those little details. I was kind of surprised well, that one of his palindrome lines was at a skate park or a, a sanctioned skate area in San Francisco.
1: Oh, yeah, place that place knows that.
0: Yeah. place looks fun, but it definitely feels like a skate park in the footage. So I was kind of surprised to see that.
1: Yeah, you know, you're like a hardline anti skate park type of guy. I am. Plus, like even like Waller Street might even be considered a skate park, like that place with the with the black marble.
0: Uh, oh yeah, that is a skate park. Yeah, yeah. At least it looks cool, though. It looks way cooler than uh, <laughs> the like poured concrete. Hang on. Oh uh, yeah,
2: there. yeah. See, I, I was mixing the two up. I thought Waller Street was what you were talking about, so. I was ready to give him a pass on all of it. I mean, like, frontside nollie flip, ollie-oop, frontside nollie flip, fakie five o, revert. Like, maybe you gotta go to a sanctioned spot to really, really just handle that business. I
1: mean, like, a bunch of people have footage there. I think boozos have footage there in some video.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think that place is uh, not quite a skate park, you know? It's, it, it doesn't look like a fucking shitty skate park, so... I'll, I'll give that a pass, but the the other spot I'm, I'm yes, doomed. About. What was that, Jason?
1: Yeah, that place is a skate park with the with the long ass straight fucking straight fucking ledges, with the long ass straight
0: ledge. Exactly. Dream skate park for somebody like me.
1: Yeah, whoever whoever <laughs> built that park has had the right idea. Just like two sh- straight fucking ledges. That's it. Like, wh- yeah, what else do you need? Yeah. yeah, it might be a good skate park. Still a skate park. Exactly.
0: <laughs> what I'd like to tricks? see at a skate park is a version of that twisty ledge that Suchu, he did back tail, and then it became a front blunt. It's in Japan somewhere. I'd okay. love to see something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely
2: calling that Mobius ledge. Like, it took me... I think it was second viewing that I actually got that. That thing is wild. But yeah, we need more of those. Like, every... Every community in the US. Let's let's get a Mobius ledge.
0: For sure. Now that it has a name, it can have a we can have a campaign around it. Eurogap Mobius ledge. Yeah, definitely gotta go back and rewatch that. I think I
1: missed that uh, that part. I don't know. Like I said, it's a lot to process.
0: It definitely is a lot to process. I'm still processing. I'm sure I'll be processing over the weekend. I may never be fully processed on this thing. <laughs> burst in verso.
1: I'm still processing I'm still processing like tim and henry's pack of lies you know what i mean i still watch that like <laughs> it. yeah fuck uh i was wondering though
2: what what other like tricks from the from the verso part stuck out to you guys i mean there was a switch backside nose blunt slide fakey flip out just like basically third or second trick second trick in the video pretty casual yeah that's incredible. yeah. some of
0: that shit just like i don't know washes over me but the thing that i really liked was the it's either a half-cab nose grind or Nollie 180 Figgy 5.0 down a hubba and then revert. I really like that mm-hmm. trick, and, you know, he did it well. I just—that's <laughs> the kind of shit that I like.
1: Yeah, I, I took a bunch of notes, like uh, what stood out. Yeah, that Ali spine transformation before. He did, like, the Gino trick down the uh, Rockaway rail, like Nolly 180 to switch back side 5.0. Oh, yeah. That thing he did on— Pyramid like what the fuck it was like blunt slide like pop over the little metal thing to 50 to 180 out yep
0: yeah there were glimpses of that in some other video with Mark like a a day in the life type thing
1: yeah some shit like that but yeah the fuck dude that was that's crazy yeah I think um the 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 more I watched it
2: that large very large like bump to flat to steps that he allied, like at the end of the first section that was pretty awesome and i think that was there was a still photo like the thrasher was displaying with it and like the photograph actually gives some sense of the scale also the fact that he is literally like getting the last push in before he's going up the bank that's just like awkward and hard in my mind i kind of wanted on the second angle for him to like melon grab and like do a little like backside tweaker because that would just be unexpected
0: um the suju street grab would be sick
2: That would be, like, a whole other plane of existence that maybe we're ready for, maybe we're not. There was – he did that – it's at one of those, like, you know, New York City parks. I think he did a little feeble grind down or up a rail. I don't remember. But um, one of the rare instances where, like, he had a short amount of time to, like, really haul ass and push hard. I think frontside board slid to, like, pretzel revert out of the board slide – and it was just really cool angles as he went up the rail and like you know arms twisted, ready to twist out. That that really stood out. And then let me see, I got these notes. Um, well, there was the triple cellar door hop, like
1: yeah you got the cellar door like section.
2: Yeah, and I I mean people on Twitter have definitely said like the cellar doors are dead, but all that shit. I mean the, the the triple hop where he's like up over two skate stoppers, down over a skate stopper, down again into the bottom of the bank, like that that had me roaring, that had me that had me going. That was like my most uh, you know vocal reaction in my empty home this morning. And if I have like one more one more part, I think it's probably there, he had like two lines where he really like did away with skateboard conventions, quote unquote, where. I wish i could remember better where well in the one he did the like nollie shove it up the stage front side 50 180 and then just just turned around like he did a 180 out turned around like body burial to pop shove it nose grind revert and there was another another line prior where he just you know did away with all the rules and that that's always fun when like the dudes are really good and they're just kind of like uh ah, fuck it like i'm doing whatever i want it makes me think of my buddy uh the late Cj tambernino who did a bunch of like nolly 180 tricks and then just kick turned around on the line it's that type of stuff where like you get to a certain level of Mastery where it's cool to throw out convention
0: yeah that 50 was was it 50 180 and then he pushed to switch stance that really stood out to yeah. me it's like yeah oh he, like he shouldn't have done that but that looked cool
2: yeah 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 he did the same thing in the line prior it was just okay now I'm it was. I almost thought he was going switch Mongo in the line prior, but then it was just nope. He, he just turned around. Shit's cool <laughs> in, in that unexpected way. You could you could never make it a uh, make it standard, but in those
0: situations, it really worked. Yeah, I I appreciated it, and um, yeah, I appreciate his restraint and not uh, doing it too often. He knows when to break convention and when to stick to it. Yeah, another thing about that big
1: ass Ollie in Portugal or whatever, like they showed him pushing. It's like tight as fuck that he didn't use a scooter or something to get speed. Like I respect it, you know.
0: He right.
2: pushed,
1: but they showed he pushed and he didn't use a scooter or something. So that was tight.
0: Yeah. Definitely all about that. Yeah, that Ollie was cool because it was uh it was outside his normal wheelhouse to do a big huck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that well, was like- cool.
2: Yeah, it was was wire-to-wire, like, kind of didn't make it either. Like I said, he was pushing right up to the bottom of that ramp, and then it's not like he's clearing all, you know, 17 feet or whatever. How many meters would that be? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, like, that looked big based on how the trick was done. That was really cool.
0: Right. Another trick that stood out to me was he did an ollie to fakie on two pillars that are— Oh, man. They were, like— at obtuse angles to each other is that is that correct um, Yeah,
1: i think that's in um i might be wrong i think that's at like cooper union in new york which is right next to Astor place or whatever i might be wrong there i don't know but uh yeah i saw that and i thought he was gonna do like a kickflip to fakie which would have been fucking insane like um there was some like photo or sequence in big brother of like jeremy klein where he did like at barrel school like he did like a kickflip yeah the fakie like in the corner like from one side to the other like i thought he was gonna do that but yeah it was sick anyway though
0: yeah i can imagine that we're gonna see somebody skating that spot and doing something maybe a flip trick yeah it, it, again it was like cool
2: restraint in that i mean well a kick flip would be really fucking rugged to do because i i literally i had to do like the hand motions to understand it so he did like a frontside shifting ollie but then he like had to restrain it to get it back on that level like yeah that spot that spot more could be done at that spot who knows what's 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 actually doable there
0: it's got to be it's got to be tough if mark suchu is only doing an ollie to fakie there yeah but i I think that a lot of times with bots it just takes somebody to break the ice and then somebody else is like well he did an ollie, so I got to do a kickflip. So we'll, yeah. we'll see what happens next.
2: On on that front, I mean, this seems like one of those uh, kind of watershed parts where you could start to see imitators in terms of, um, I mean, who knows if we're going to get like the 14-trick palindrome sequence out of... Uh, philly marks if he ever puts out another part random example but like you know is is this the type of part where there was enough hype enough spotlight where people are going to start trying to trying to you know evoke it in what they put out does that make any sense
0: it does make sense i i feel like most skaters aren't that thoughtful you know that's what makes mark suchu special is he's he's so thoughtful and he's about more than just look i did this trick at this spot you know he's like I, I did these tricks with intention to go with these other tricks you know like i i really like that <clears throat> and i really like that he had a basically artist statement for his video mm-hmm. part and I, i'd love it if other skaters would be that thoughtful and intentional with their video parts and could write an artist statement about what they're trying to do with their skateboarding yeah i mean the only thing
1: uh well again i'm talking about a pack of lies again but the only thing that came to mind which was a similar thing is like in the Socrates Nine Club when he said that Henry Sanchez, like, kind of like put that part together. Like, he wanted the first section to be with the sound of the bricks before the song came in, and then the way the song, like, hit, like, all those beats hit, like, with those single tricks and shit. So, yeah, that was like another the only other example I can think of of like a conceptual part where Scarlett was like, okay, I want my part to look this way. Because of, you know, D's reasons, like making an artistic choice, so to speak. I mean, I don't know. There's got to be more, right? I mean, shit.
0: I'm sure there are, but um, I, I think that the artist statement, which I keep going back to, really, really hammers it home that there was intentionality. I think that there's probably been a lot of people who did things with intentionality but didn't really mention it. And you'd have to just pick up on it as you watch, which, you know, somebody like me just isn't picking up on. So I, I need that artist statement to direct me.
1: Yeah, I mean, like maybe Ricky in like *Eastern Exposure* three, like I could see him, you know, he has, he has a real strong personality, or right? I can see him saying like, "All right." This is like the opening, blah blah blah, with the opening of battery. Then there's like cellar door section. Then there's like the fucking pole jam section. Then there's the
0: end in the um in the subway or whatever. Like maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Another example. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a video part that I keep going back to just throughout my life as as one that's you know held up to everything that's ever come after it. So yeah, there there probably was some intentionality there.
2: I'd even jump in and say like before I ever saw. Eastern Exposure Three, there was four one one ten, which was my first video. Noyola's got a profiles in that and it's I wanna say it's like four clips, one single clip, like a shifty Ollie over a bump, a love park line, a subway line, and like a slam in the subway. But otherwise it's like, you know, thirty-five tricks. Yeah, it's it's kinda like Rick Iola skating Philly spots, kinda like his style to the ending conclusion, which is like these just long, long lines and put it in the show notes, please. Cause if, if I remember right, I even thought I was sick as like a young kid. So yeah, other examples of that conceptual skating, I guess.
0: Yeah, probably that is most Johnson Definitely going to be Blair. in the show notes because uh, okay. I need to rewatch that shit. Yeah,
2: I think I think the four clips is is a solid recollection.
0: Yeah, hit mostly skateboarding for the show notes.
2: But yeah, also I should I should just remind folks like the Ian Browning Village Psychic piece where he talks to Mark Sushu. Like
0: it, it's it's part of
2: his series. Like. "Quote unquote rules of skateboarding," but yeah, it's a super good companion to the skate part. As is uh, Kyle Beachy's piece on Jenkum. The 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 one from from the skater's own mouth is perhaps a little bit more straightforward. Beachy gets Beachy gets in there as he usually does. Maybe this is setting up for an actual point of discussion, but it was pretty cool to have like independent skate media line up with the release of the video part and like have stuff for us to read yeah. before or after, whenever we had we'd been done consuming the, the new skate part like if this is a taste of the new future i'm all for it
0: i'll bet that was uh intentional you know we i keep talking about how thoughtful mark suchu is when i imagine that he wanted to lend a hand or wanted to be uh in the independent media and you know probably yeah. saw thrasher as kind of the only option to have his video part reach the widest audience but i think he probably wanted to share the wealth and let some independent media get some shine
1: yeah like he yeah. had the uh well we had the big interview in thrasher like a couple issues ago and a lot of the tricks were in there like in sequence form like the cover was at uh backside 50 at a uh, cbs on like the rail like the High ass right, uh, now. right but um yeah it's cool there's already like you know basically like criticism you know what i mean going out about this part on a certain level kind of like fuck, i probably only read like 10 pages of ulysses but like based on my understanding that like each chapter of it is like a, one of the chapters in the odyssey and if you know that it's like a little bit easier to understand like you know what i mean it's like the similar type of thing going on here like there's like a subset subtext and like shit to figure out and shit i don't know kind of cool kind of different first gate video i don't know I mean,
0: yeah certainly I'm excited to dig into it a little deeper and gain some more understanding of the part. And also to consume the surrounding media, you know, like Kyle Beachy's article and this Village Psychedelic article. Village Psychic?
2: Psychic? Village Psychedelic is uh, maybe their next phase, but Village Psychic, yeah. I think I ride for them. I think they're my website sponsor now that I don't have a blog of my own.
0: Wait, is Platinum Seagulls kaput? Did you let the domain run out?
2: No, no, I re upped the domain in uh, in August, but you know, for active active website sponsors, I think I ride for Village Psychic now. Ride R I D E. Yeah, excuse the tangent.
0: All good. That's what we're here for. Well, yeah, have we, we have we covered Verso? Man, I, I mean, think this- so. wait. The
1: only question is, hold up, is he like Sodi? Pretty much. Like, does anyone else have a shot, or what? I don't know. I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, this part crazy ass part on Thrasher interviewing Thrasher with the covers so mm-hmm. based on all of the criteria that I know about I mean I don't know dude it certainly seems like
0: he's the top contender at the moment I think it's interesting to think about he'd be the first post Phelps Sodi, mm-hmm. and he definitely doesn't seem like a Phelps pick you know if Phelps were still around we could have another year where David Gonzalez gets it over Guy Mariano uh, <laughs>
2: yeah i'm just laughing at that whole situation damn i don't know if it's clear as clear cut in reality as it is on paper just the way jason outlined it because like he he hits all the marks but in a weird way like and I, i was thinking about this in terms of uh oh of primitive skateboards as a brand like is primitive and like Mark Sushu, is he like old head skateboarding and where like it's dope and it's awesome skateboarding and there's subtext to it and it's all these great things, but at the end of the day, like he's not that influential with kids and, and it's just something we're blind to?
1: I think like kid people like that are in, skaters that are in college or older or whatever, like probably fuck with him. Like, you, you know those kids that like they skate and they move to New York or whatever as soon as they graduated high school to like build sets or whatever like, you know what i mean those type of dudes but uh yeah with kids like or skating like yeah i don't know they're probably just like a niger primitive primitive is huge man i see like mad non-skaters wearing primitive apparel okay so yeah i don't know i'm not man i'm kind of out of it with that whole scene man
0: i don't know yeah, it's hard to you know as a forty year old gauge uh, <laughs> what's hot in the streets, what the kids are into. You know, I'm I'm in my own little bubble. But yeah, I mean, he's got one hundred twelve thousand followers on Instagram, so he's you know he's not languishing in forty k like a lot of other pros.
1: By all the metrics, he's hitting all the metrics. Yeah. On the algorithm. Damn, you know
2: maybe maybe Phelps was just holding back a uh, cyber metric, Sodi. Cyber
1: Cybermetrics.
2: Where you know you can just
1: literally like
2: yeah, put the numbers,
1: numbers in. into like an equation and, like boom there's your skater of the year <laughs> what's that <laughs> i feel like uh
2: ah, uh, who's ah, uh, okay my joke is failing because i can't figure out who that yep. brazilian dude who's like- only in street league kevin kevin hoechler or whatever
0: hoffler Kel- it's kelvin hoffler
2: kelvin hoffler i can't exactly identify him as a skateboarder he could walk into my basement right now and you know, say who he is and be like, "All right, what up, man?" I don't know. Uh, advanced stats might lead the Sodi astray, so I don't think Kelvin Hoffler's getting Sodi, bro. Gotta tell you, <laughs> okay? <Yeah. laughs> you might be speaking from a more informed place than I.
1: Uh, he's killing it. Though. I saw some video or whatever on um, like I think it was like when I was watching Street League. It was like a damn life thing. He has like like a backyard skate park at his house. I, I guess in Brazil with the pool and shit.
0: Like I guess he, he's killing it, man. So shout out to that dude. I mean, that all
2: sounds dope.
0: I'm going to have to track that down for the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> then, we can all, then we'll all be able to identify Kelvin Hoffler if he walks into our basements. Nah, I
1: mean, I could probably identify him because I'm a fan of street league, but uh, nah, I don't know. Yeah, he's not... I mean, if he had if he had a monster hat, you'd probably say, like, oh, this guy's probably fucking a sponsor skater or whatever.
0: Right. Or a motocross, bro. <laughs> or, yeah.
1: Um, maybe this is, like,
2: trending toward a logical conclusion, but are there other sodi contenders that we can think of off the top of our heads? I think, uh...
1: Damn, I, th- like, I think... Tiago. Oh, man, don't even get me started, bro. Like, he should have gotten it, like, two years ago. Yeah. Tiago is one of those dudes that, like, everyone knows are the best, and that are pretty much sodi every year, like him, I shot... It's like shot. the boost its effect a couple, <laughs> like, yeah. five years ago. It's yeah. like, <laughs> okay, yeah, he's probably the best dude. Everyone knows they're you're the best, like, the, like, fucking elite, but... Whether or not they get Sodi is like uh, I don't know. If, it were, if he was gonna get it, it would have been a couple of years ago when he had that part and like the interview in Thrasher and all that shit. But um, I think Emma's waiting for Baker four in November. Uh allegedly.
0: I'm trying to think who else could. Uh, maybe make like contention.
1: Maybe, maybe Bobby Morris He's had like three parts this year already or some shit. Maybe like if he comes out with like another part in like October, like fourth quarter. Maybe
0: I don't know. I think Bobby warris is too low key. Yeah, you know, he's, he's not doing med- the stunts. Yeah, no. I think the skater
2: metrics love Bobby Waris, but like you know the eye test. I've I've now morphed saber metrics into skater <laughs> metrics. Apologize. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> <Skater> <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like? <laughs> yeah, I think Warrist is like so awesome, but there's there's just yeah he like it's not quite the same problem as Tiago, but like. You know, it's almost just a little. It's a little too subtle. That's that's my argument.
1: Yeah, he's st- yeah, he's still the best though. I mean, fuck, like you know,
2: like common knowledge. Um, jumping back to Baker Four, I mean, is like Cater going to be our
1: our dark hours like Sodi? I like, don't know. Come out of nowhere. Yeah, he cert Cater has that like it quality. You know what I mean? Like the je Qua, like a got like a guy Mariano almost you know what i mean when he was like 14 15 16 like i don't know yeah if he comes if he has like a crazy ass part you know figure four who knows man i don't know but yeah he definitely has that like it factor or whatever
0: yeah for sure i think it's early for cater
1: yeah yeah maybe
0: and i i wonder the same thing
1: about david
2: gonzalez i mean i'm just saying
0: but i think with people like Boosnitz and maybe tiago I could see the Thrasher higher up saying he had a good year, but I'll bet he's going to have an even better year next year. We don't want to have to give him Sodi two years in a row. So we're not going to yeah. give SOTY this year and we'll like charitably give it to somebody else. And then that that next good year just never materializes. I, I don't know if that's what happens in the high-speed production offices, but I could imagine some version of that happening and some deserving skaters being left out in the cold.
1: It's tough business, Sodi man, I'll tell you.
0: <laughs> well it gives us something to talk about
1: yeah, it's, it's, yeah at the very least but yeah maybe we got to have the the
2: Sodi power ranking mostly skateboarding <laughs> podcast special you never know <laughs>
0: that's a good idea that would take some research i'll have to wait till somebody else does a power ranking and i can just kind of piggyback off their work
2: oh i'm a, i'm unemployed man I, I i started ruminating on some uh some content ideas hashtag content ideas
0: sick let's make them happen
2: yeah i think we are, are we done talking about verso
0: yeah i think we've covered verso for now tune in next week where we'll uh un- continue to unpack verso <laughs> <laughs> something else happens in the skateboard world
2: you'll get 58 more minutes on verso once we figure out the language and the palindrome hidden meaning
0: exactly
2: i'll beachy did decode that for us so read his part or read his piece on janka it's dope
0: yeah I'm, I'm stoked uh to check that out and all the other content surrounding verso mike what are you stoked on this week what am i
2: stoked on i'm stoked on something that like i seemingly stopped doing for a really long time which was grabbing songs out of skate videos as i'm watching them and just like putting them on my phone or you know it's that like old yeah old mindset of oh shit i really like this song in the skate video i'm gonna figure out what it is and i'm gonna get it i I definitely remember buying like hieroglyphic cds at tower records in san francisco because that was the only place i could find oakland blackouts from was that interface that was interface the fourth or fifth trans world video
1: yeah real quick, was it
2: yeah yeah but like recently recently what the songs that got me going Um, the Lottie's video used a Sinead O'Connor song, Jerusalem, off like her 30 year old album, and that was actually a really like captivating part because I don't know, that song's pretty crazy. So I grabbed that, I grabbed a couple uh songs out of Verso. There's that air track that had the sax solo, probably like the second best solo compared to uh Dylan Reader and NXS in the Supreme video. Yeah, other than that, like I leaned in and grabbed a couple, like more than a couple songs from the Polar video. We blew it at some point. I've got Apple Music. I'm paying for that. So, like, I've just been, yeah, I, I took some time off, but now I'm grabbing songs from skate videos that I'm stoked on and running them, like in the car when I pick up my daughter from daycare. And she likes them too. So, it's all working out well. That's what I'm stoked on. How about you, Jason?
1: Well, uh, Nike made a little video to promote i guess a collab they did with this skate shop in amsterdam called ben g i guess that's how you say it and um it was like Uyghur and jean bapigier and donnie lebron and i was super stoked on it because you know those are two of my favorite skaters probably and definitely like two of my top five and like yeah i mean they're just dope to look up to if you're like a 40-ish you know tech ledge type of guy yeah they're definitely a, a good uh, exemplar of you know doing, like, you know, ledge tech type skating in your 40s. So I am pretty psyched on that. Uh, other than that, well, you know, out in California, in San Francisco, there's a little hardware company called Venture Trucks. So <laughs> I'm pretty stoked on them, as always, and their trucks and uh, soft goods. So, yeah, Venture. Yeah, a week. How about you, Templeton? What are you stoked on this week?
0: I am stoked on autumn, the season. I've always... I felt that fall is the best season. It's a relief from all the heat. I like, you know, in Portland or in Oregon, it uh, gets rainy and misty in in the fall. And you kind of just want to be at home, cozy up under a blanket. And uh, it's nice because it kind of gives me permission to just kind of do nothing and chill the fuck out, which is kind of what I feel like I need right now. So i'm stoked on fall
1: yeah same well back here in virginia it's uh definitely like skate season it's like way too fucking hot in the summertime for me at least i don't know like it, but like when fall hits like that skate season up until like
0: end of november so yeah fall's pretty tight for sure yeah exactly yeah. so rad skating in a button-up or a hoodie or something I've, I've fallen into the typical fall trap
2: of uh minnesota skateboarding which is Basically, you can be sure to get sparked on the idea of filming stuff come like September. Now that it's October, like I've actually got a single clip under my belt. Now I got at least one more that I want to get, but like the the weather's already going pretty hairy here. We got snow in the forecast. I think a week and two days out. So,
1: yo, where in? minnesota are you bro
2: i'm in minneapolis which is south central or southeastern so i'm not even that far up but yeah yeah the snow is already forecast
0: hopefully we get some good quality skate content coming through for you to enjoy and for us to talk about as the weeks and months progress uh until then where can the people find you online mike Ooh, uh i am both on
2: instagram and twitter at m munzenrider it's phonetic
0: Jason, I'll where can go people
1: find you? On Twitter at Carbonite1994, on Instagram at Frozen Carbonite, and writing stuff for QuarterSnacks.com. Working on something right now. Uh, it's an interview; it should be out like within a couple of weeks, I think. I did the interview. I'm just working on transcribing it, so yeah, that should be out like a couple of weeks. At Sick!
0: Can't wait to read it. And you can find me online uh, on Twitter at mostly skate and on Instagram at mostly skateboarding. Tune in next week.
2: International, not that same old shit. Get split in half, figuratively
0: speaking, take up a blood bath when I run past them See Rock the mic like the sun's flash. It's in Jamaica, the heartbreaker lyrics, like a stake through your left pictorial.